On this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we dive into Sonic Frontiers. Is it as bad or good as everyone says? We also talk more about the Xbox Activision Blizzard merger. Is it happening? Is it not? Why is Sony being a bitch about it? And we dive into who is the winner for the Game Awards 2022 bets and what do we think of the Game Awards and some of the announcements? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... Welcome, everyone, to another week of Third Party Controller Podcast. It's the podcast you come to for all the tips, tricks, all the video game news and topics you want to hear about it. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, Game Awards have just happened. We're going to find out who won the Game Awards prediction bet. Was it Bethel? Was it Joe? Was it me? I don't know. We'll find out. But before we do, let's get to it. Beto. Hey, so far. Hey. God of War, Ragnarok. Mm. Um, and it was fucking awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. There's a couple things that I'm just thinking whatever about, but yeah. for the most part, it was a great game. Um, the combat was great. Like So the battles, the, the, like, the main boss battles in it were none of them. I don't think any of them. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but none of them were like boring or hard. They weren't hard. They, were, they got tough at one point, but mm. they were a lot of fun. Like, just going through those. Like, it'd be cool if, like, you could just do boss fights. Like, go straight to a boss fight. Like, yeah. after, after you beat like the game. Like a boss rush mode or that'd something. That'd be dope. That does one after another. Yeah. Because uh, cause those boss fights were a lot of fun. Even in the first one, there were a lot. Like, the fight with Baldur. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, the boss fights were, were just as good. Um, but, yeah. So, I just played that. Uh, I'm taking a hiatus in the Madden League. I, uh, I'm probably not going to return, though. You're you're out. Yeah. You're done. Yeah, I I I told everybody. I was like, oh, I'm gonna take a break. I don't know if I'm gonna come back because I I just don't care to play it anymore. Kind of got bored. Um, CEA, you lost. I, you lost I one of your know. prime players. But they don't care. They got my money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I really. I didn't even play much. I just finished God of War, and then uh, yeah, because I played it. I played my game Madden. And I, I was doing okay, and then I still lost. But I was just like, God, I don't really care to do this. Yeah. So I'm just like, whatever. But yeah, that's it. What about you, Joe? So far. Uh, I'm not again this week. Man, I haven't really played. I didn't really play anything, um, other than my required uh stuff. But even then, I missed a, I missed a week. I was just like, yes, I'm. Just been just been busy, man, and then like uh, I've been really tired in the evenings lately. Just kind of running running a little ragged here, so I've been watching like like TV mainly when I get home, and just kind of take, taking a little a little chill 
little break. The chill pill. Gaming right now. Yeah. What'd you What's been watching? Other than, I mean, obviously God of War. Yeah, that's there. That's that's gonna be back. But yeah. Um, what have I been watching? Uh, running through Sunny again. Oh, nice. That's always fun. Yeah. Uh, watching Sunny. That's, that's it. Pretty. Do you have a favorite? I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been teaching a lot this week. Teaching. At the, at, uh, teaching jujitsu, so you know, jiu-jitsu. getting, getting more and more. Uh, Getting into that, so I've been spending a lot of time watching, watching my videos and learning new stuff. Do you feel like you you're a better practitioner now that you're teaching? Yes, I think everyone that ends up teaching, yeah. or at least you don't have to teach in front of a class, but those that just like break down techniques and like kind of show stuff, I think it does make them better practitioners. I think it does help a lot. It it isn't the only way, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not like it's not a guarantee. Yeah, but I. I think it does help because yeah. it makes you also want to go over and like reemphasize things that sometimes you you forget mm-hmm. to in your own game. So I think it's uh it's always a good idea to um uh, you know what, um that's funny that reminds me of like teaching. My mom taught me, my brother, and like a bunch of my other cousins how to swim. Oh okay. Yeah, she taught us all how to swim. Yeah. So like if we like we felt like anybody who hung out with us when we were kids would go to the pool and she would like hey, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. yeah. Remember one day I threw her in the pool. She almost drowned. <laughs> she, she doesn't know how to swim. <laughs> luckily my luckily my dad was there to like get her. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like I threw her in there like you fucking taught us how to swim. How do you know how to swim? <laughs> yeah. like, I watched YouTube videos when I learned it. I didn't actually do it myself. Holy shit! Man. Yeah, so trying to kill like, your mom. Dude, I, my, my mom would be dead right now if, if it wasn't for my dad. <laughs> Did they get mad at you? No, she just got really scared. She's like, but I would just assumed that she was she knew how to fucking swim. Have you talked well, to her yeah, recently? Person, like, what, hey, what, what, what do you, you not know how to swim? No, I, she she told us that day, and then like we, we bring it up every once in a while. And she brings it up too. <laughs> like, remember how you guys threw me in the pool? Huh? She basically perpetuated a lie to Bethel. Yeah, like she taught him how to swim life. and didn't know how to swim. If something <laughs> happened to your mom, swim. she deserved it. <laughs> yeah. Craziness, but um, nah, just been yeah. That's that's uh, what I've been up to. Uh, Jesse, what's up with you? Uh, same here. I finished God of War, Ragnarok. That shit took forever. <laughs> like you know, um, I'm really honestly like I'm not gonna say much on it. Uh, I make I'm really excited to do. Whenever we all can get around to talking about it and doing the episode where we all talk about it, and I have some special guests who are going to be a part of it too, um, I'm really excited to just kind of do a roundtable discussion of it. But when it comes down to it, you know, it was a great game. I had a good time. Uh, I think it wrapped everything up in 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 a semi good fashion. Uh, yeah. I had my problems with it, but that's why I want to. I want to get like super deep into detail later. Yeah. But yeah, finished it. But yeah, that it was. Yeah, it's two games in one, man. Basically, yeah. it's fucking two games, so it's crazy. But other than that, you mean just like lengthwise or just general. So, in general, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's basically you're getting two games in one. Okay. You know, that's not really giving anything away. Uh, so beat that. Beat God of War. So I ended up um, buying a good amount of games on sale during Black Friday. And there are a few games that I got. And lately I've been kind of like, okay, you know what? I need to get stuff to to play and kind of uh, uh, get for my Xbox. But also I, had a, I do a lot of streaming too. And I was away from st- streaming because of God of War. 
but I had a one of one of the people who watch me stream who who follows me and kind of suggests like, hey, you know, this game is pretty good. And I kind of questioned it, but when I saw it was really cheap, I was like, what do I have to lose? I'll just buy the game. If anything, it'll be a fun jokes to talk shit about it on stream. I ended up getting Sonic Frontiers for my Xbox Series X so I could get the highest quality visuals on the best next-gen console of all time. Uh, and I streamed it. I played a good 2 hours and 30 minutes of Sonic Frontiers, ready to talk shit and say how crappy it is. And my verdict? I actually had a good time. <laughs> I was surprised of how much... Yeah. Fun I was having. Um, now it's not perfect. There's a lot of stuff that's wrong, but as a title, I guess I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's because of having super low expectations and seeing how the game was when it was presented, and even at the end uh, when it released, you had many polarizing opinions and views on this title. You had people saying, "Man, it's really good. It's actually really good." And you kind of don't know if that's just the Sonic fans who will love anything. These are the Sonic fans who liked Sonic Unleashed, Sonic uh, the Black Knight, Sonic... All these all these Sonic games. Every Sonic game is amazing, right? So you have that bias. So that's what I assumed it was. Then you actually had people going like, actually, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's actually fun. And yeah. you have other people, uh, people like James Stephanie Sterling, who just like, it's the same shit. It's the same crappy shit that Sega does, and it's nothing important, right? And then she was even talking about how she was getting bombarded and blasted by Sonic fans just attacking you know and how and, and to contradict that where she said oh Pokemon you know Scarlet and Violet is garbage and all Pokemon fans are like yeah it is <laughs> you know how a huge contradiction yeah. you, fan bases are basically any fan base is toxic yeah. you know you'll have your toxic views on it but anyway in my opinion i went into it knowing both sides and seeing that and kind of just having a good time i was surprised and hey for like 25 bucks it's i i don't feel like i lost anything yeah. uh, i actually had a good time it's not perfect right the open world aesthetic the, the things that it does some things work some things really don't work um there's always been that uh complaint about Sonic games and one that you bring up Bethel which I don't disagree with but I, I kind of I'm in the middle about it which is Sonic goes fast but there's moments where he'll stop right well that's not Sonic I think it, it, it had to do with marketing you know oh hey you know back in the early 90s uh, with Sega Sega blast processing it goes fast this is what Super Nintendo can't do and I kind of look at those Sonic games, or any Sonic game going forward, um, where yes, the marketing was, oh, Sonic is fast, he's the fastest person alive. I kind of take Sonic as, it's a platformer first, and I guess a speeding game second, even though the premise of Sonic is to go fast. And I kinda, the more I kind of thought about it, I kind of look at it like uh, Mega Man, like Joe. We're, we're Mega Man fans. We're, we're big fans of the series. You know, we played pretty much almost all of them, especially the best one, Mega Man 3. But you get, like for you, Joe, your favorite one is Mega Man 2. There's there's levels in Mega Man 2, enemies, their levels where right now you can you, you know the level so well that you can probably just breeze through them, right? Yeah. Because sure. you know yeah. it. But when you first play it, you're fucking dying every moment. You get stuck in yeah. areas. It's, it's basically... Um, 
a repeat transition like learning it and constantly dying and then but you figure it out and sonic's a different thing it's a platform but i think it's also something where if you want that fast like oh sonic can't stop there are people who know the level so well that they can run from point a to point b of a sonic level and beat it real quick but then there's other people who play it like i want to explore and grab as many coins as i can to bring up my my health or my lives and all this stuff right so but i understand that that like stopping thing like why you didn't enjoy that and i and i get it but i always look at sonic as a platformer first but i will admit still going through it when it does do that jerky stop it is very not shocking but kind of like oh uh, it, it does feel like everything just stops yeah you get what i'm saying um but going through it i liked how exploring was how uh uh collecting things actually some of the combat and how you can upgrade your combat abilities to fight some of the enemies in the world was really fun but at first i kind of would encounter enemies and be like wait how do i beat it but then when i realized oh this enemy kind of looked like a, a robotic uh egg and it, it looked like an egg but when i backed away from it like oh i was i was going away like, i didn't plan on fighting it because i thought oh maybe i'm not at a certain level maybe i'm not somewhere where i could play it I noticed that it ended up opening and then it's it's outer body layer was this blade that it would throw so when so then i could go attack it and but when it, when the blade came back i would have to get out of the way because that was its, its protective layer so i just had to kind of like bait it out it through its protective layer and i attacked it so it was cool there were certain enemies you had to fight it certain ways i thought that was pretty pretty neat there was also kind of shadow of the colossus enemies not everywhere but ones where you have to speed up and get above it attack certain areas above it take it down in three pieces rinse and repeat it changes hit the bottom of its foot yada 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 there were so many different things and then from like a distance remember like uh breath of the wild remember the first time we saw those dragons our yeah. first thought was like oh shit we're gonna have to fight that yeah. You know, it had something like that in Sonic Frontiers. There was this thing flying. It's like, oh shit, I gotta fight that. And you do have to fight it. And it was like this robotic thing. It wasn't like a dragon, but it was kind of flying. And it had this this um, kind of like a flowing track. And then when you got on it, then you were speeding on that track. And it would throw like little beams and you'd have to dodge it. And once you got close enough, you attacked it. It would turn into a platform and you'd have to basically whittle its life down until you brought it down so the, um the sonic frontiers had many multiple things collecting these little creatures fighting enemies uh finding little pillars that left a warp gate that brought you to like traditional like sonic adventure levels where you're going back and forth like i was never a huge fan of sonic adventures no i never got into it uh there were moments that were pretty neat but it felt like a one track just speed go fast but yeah, it had all these multiple things. Uh, basically, all in all, I could keep talking about Sonic Frontiers. It was better than I thought. Yeah. I actually had a good time. It has a generic, generic story that I really don't care about, but it was just fun exploring. Uh, I'm actually going to continue playing it. Probably not streaming it, but I actually, I actually had a good time. But I will say, and I know Joe knows a lot about this too, is there's only one problem about Sonic Frontiers. No chili dogs. No, there actually is chili dogs. I think there is chili dogs. I think I saw chili dogs. Um, Sega is notorious for coming out with 
different Sonic games, right? <laughs> but never improving on it. They always do something different. They always do something different. So, like, you know, Sonic Generations comes out. And people are like, oh, this is great. Can't wait. You know, it was a great idea. They did such a great job. Oh, can't wait till they improve the stuff we didn't like about this. And then for Sonic Generations 2, they don't do it. All right, cool. Sonic Colors comes out for the Wii. Oh, man, this is probably one of the better Sonic games in a long time. Can't wait till there's a Sonic Colors 2. So they improve on this this gameplay style, this aspect. No, they do Sonic Unleashed. Okay, and it's always that. They always do something, and they never they never improve upon an idea or, or, or gameplay aspect yeah. enough to, to refine it. You know, it's always just the same shit over and over again. If anything, Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2, the original Sonic games... Shit, they even brought back uh, the original 16-bit Sonics with Sonic Mania. And people were like, oh, this is great. They let fans really get into it and make this Sonic game that, like, traditional Sonic games. Like, it's a love letter. Can't wait for Sonic Mania 2. Nothing. You know? So, there's no hope on... For me, there's no hope that they'll do a Sonic Frontiers 2 to improve on the idea. Because, if anything, I'm super early into the game. But it would have been cool, like, yeah, it's an open world game. You can go anywhere. You can do anything. But, like, the problems that you were talking about, you don't like that it stops. There's there's just some things that don't connect. You know, yeah. you'll be running and you'll hit a corner of a small little rock and you stop. It's a, it's it's very disorienting. Yeah. You know, a lot of things that could be fine-tuned, a lot of things that could be better. But Sega isn't a company to continue an idea and refine it. They just go on to the next thing. And they do a great thing with this open world game. But I think one of the things that a lot of people echo, and I don't think they, it's anywhere near the actual final, the final game. Why isn't there? Why isn't this an open world, in the Sonic world, like Green Hill area? You know, yeah. like instead of just like, hey, this is a forest area. Sonic's in a forest area. Well, why, why can't it be a forest area based on this Green Hill zone or other worlds? You know, but we see an open world version of it. They just don't. They didn't do that. You know. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. I was fucking surprised. Sonic Generations is actually really good. So, Joe. Yeah. You are you are a fan of uh, the beat 'em ups, right? Mm-hmm. You're a big you're you're a fan. You like them. And uh, I know there's the beat 'em ups we like, and there's the beat 'em ups we don't like. So there's something I did. I didn't let Bethel know, but I bought something recently. And I said, hey, Bethel, you want to stream? And he was like, yeah, I want to stream. I'm like, let's do this. But I'm not going to tell you what it is. Because we always heard people say, hey, this series is actually really good. That This version is really good. But you guys always never liked it. Or you learned that you didn't like it. Anyway, long story short, I ended up buying Double Dragon Neon for the Nintendo Switch. And had me and Bethel play it. Because I know Bethel has come to the realization that Double Dragon isn't that great. If anything, the arcade game and the NES game isn't as good. But I was like, let's test that with Neon. Because a lot of people that we enjoy, that we like in the video game world, have spoke its praises. And me and Bethel played it. And I, uh, Bethel, what did you think? It was actually really good. Um, way forward, uh, we did River City Girls. Uh, another great game. That um, Yeah, it was actually re- really good. I think I... When I played it, I didn't like it just because it's. I think it's for me with any beat 'em ups. Um, I don't like playing it by myself because mm. it gets kind of boring. Playing it with somebody else, you get to like bullshit with them. So, so it made it a lot more fun. But either way, it's still a it's still a really good good game. I enjoyed it. Um, the it's it's 
it's a little more there's a little more to it than the original games because in the other games it's just like basic attacks yeah and this you can upgrade your your attack so that made it a lot more fun too but yeah it's it's a good game I think that was what was what really made it fun was depending on your stick placement and what button you were hitting like if you wanted to punch someone in the ground you had to hold the stick down yeah. and hit the punch button if you wanted to tiger knee run somebody you'd have to hit the dodge button and the kick button at the same time and you would do a knee yeah. while running so it kind of like you you said it like it's like a fighting game. It had fighting game mechanics to it. Yeah. So it like improved on on pretty much your attack ability. Yeah. Which is like really combo cool. system. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I liked it. It, yeah. it, it, it. I was going through. We didn't finish, but we got far. I think we got yeah, through we got like nine far. level. We're yeah. at the ninth level. Like one and a half hours, something like that. Yeah, almost two. Two, yeah. Yeah. The music in it is really good too. Yeah. But that was, that was pretty much the games I played. Any questions that you had about Sonic Frontiers before I... I was going to say, like, I, when it came out, I started seeing more stuff on it. It actually looked pretty good. Like, uh-huh. I'll probably buy one. It's like 10 bucks if, it, if, it, if, uh, if I want. If I decide to, I don't, probably won't. I'll probably change my mind, but Eight. it does look fun. But yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, so see you in a bit. <laughs> Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. This keep this shit keeps coming up every week. And I, I, I was like, I'm done talking about this. But every fucking week, it's more shit every fucking time. But it's like more information that I'm like kind of interested to talk about. So not only is it annoying, but it is like, oh shit, this is still evolving and becoming other things. So there's still some more Microsoft stuff. Microsoft claims Sony is more interested in talking to regulators and Xbox about Activision deal. And then we have the FTC sues to block Activision's deal. Uh, we also have Microsoft promising Nintendo is committed to bringing Call of Duty to Nintendo for 10 years if it acquires Activision Blizzard. Uh, we also got uh, PlayStation talking shit about Nintendo getting Call of Duty. You're getting all this information just about all this shit, and I'm like tired of talking about it, but then all this stuff comes out. So we'll go one by one. Uh, the FTC is blocking, it sues to block the Activision deal. Microsoft said it's ready to present its case in court after the U.S. Federal Trade Commission launches a lawsuit to block its proposed acquisition of the Activision Blizzard deal. So on Thursday, U.S. regulators said it was attempting to block the $68.7 billion deal because it believes it would enable Microsoft to, to suppress competitors to its Xbox consoles and subscriptions content and cloud gaming business. Now, from what I heard more about this is it's it's a common thing for these kind of things to get to, to happen like this. Now, more than anything, from what I hear, the deal's still going to go through. Uh, people are still going to try to stop it. And that that I hear, it's actually good that this happens because you just kind of don't want deals like this to just easily happen. There has to be some sort of push and pull of it. But when it comes down to it, it it's pretty sure that microsoft's still gonna get it but there still has to be these things that kind of have to happen 
for it to just something that just can't easily be done if, if that makes sense yeah. any comments before we jump into the other thing about this joe beto no 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 okay xbox is committed to bringing call of duty to the nintendo for 10 years if it acquires activision blizzard what do you guys think they didn't say Nintendo Switch, they said Nintendo, but what do you think of this idea of Xbox committed to bringing Call of Duty to Nintendo? I mean, it's it's, it's a series that the uh, whatever Nintendo console it sends off on uh, hasn't had in a while. And, you know, obviously you... It's a popular game, so you want to put it in as many consoles as possible. Mm. Um do we know I mean uh, will it be the same experience yeah. obviously if it's on the Switch you're, you're going to have to pare back a lot of the graphical features and just performance probably um, but that's that's always kind of been a thing so um, you know it it does bring back the, uh, the the people who are in the market of buying uh, who want to call of duty on Nintendo maybe that's, that's how they want to play but, um, I mean, is it like a huge thing? I don't think it is. Yeah. Well, I think it's a, it's, it's a huge thing that they actually want to bring the, those titles to the Nintendo system. Uh, because I think the last ones were downgraded versions that came out for the Wii. That was the last time we had Call of Duty on Nintendo platforms. But I think it's like you're saying, Joe, that it, this title, a popular title, available on as many platforms as you can have it in. Uh what I think is funny is this was the talk that we had last week, even though it's not about Call of Duty, it was more of how people or how the media perceives Nintendo because the New York Post ends up posting about this, that, hey, Call of Duty is coming to Nintendo. And in their article of like just people being unaware that Nintendo's had mature titles on their console for a very long time. Uh, saying that like oh a very mature rated violent game is coming to Nintendo consoles not knowing that like yeah there's a shit ton of hentai uh, in the eShop so yeah. but like it, it just shows how how it you know let's say Call of Duty never came for the PlayStation right let's just say that happens and then Call of Duty is oh hey now Call of Duty is coming to the PlayStation you wouldn't get that news article but since it's Nintendo known as a family platform it's like oh this violent game is coming to to Nintendo platforms it's like yeah dude it was also on the Wii as yeah. well like it, it's weird it's that perception so that's why Nintendo's the way it is because it knows how it's how it's perceived by non-gaming people or just the the common usual that usual audience in general you know that don't know much about games they think that it's nothing but family games on the, yeah. on the console uh, no I mean I feel like it's just gonna be like it's still gonna be something similar to what was on the Wii. Yeah. I don't think the online is gonna be great if it even is on there. Cause I mean, that's that's if you play Call of Duty, some kids say the most racist shit on. Oh it, hell so yeah! <laughs> so, so I don't think they were gonna they're gonna want that. It'll be locked behind their online thing, which is not having online chat. Like, yeah. Doesn't matter. Uh, I but I also think like them basically wording it by nintendo meaning i i mean there might be a switch version but yeah. this might be talks of if well there will be a successor to the switch but like hey this will be coming out for its next console yeah so and hopefully you know we've talked about it hopefully this next console is as powerful as like an xbox series s so that way the they are able to at least 
maybe not visually be as nice looking as the new console ones, but could be somewhere near it. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, it, I mean, all this stuff with the Microsoft, Xbox, the Activision Blizzard deal, we're probably going to keep talking about this till the deal's fucking done. <laughs> I, I'm just, ho- I'm just, yeah. And it's weird, yeah. And then PlayStation was just like, well, you know, Nintendo doesn't know how to. D- they're basically. Nintendo. Fucking. Sorry. PlayStation is basically the ex boyfriend who's pissed off. Who's just mad and just being like, oh, well, they, they promise, like, that, they, they, he, he doesn't deserve it. Yeah. He's fucking. I don't know. PlayStation well, is just coming off. Of, over the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. But, I mean, look, I, I, I know why they didn't fork over the money. It's because, like, Japan doesn't care. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is just more PlayStation America. Yeah. But, no, yeah, they should have. If it was, was going to be this big of a deal, yeah, they should have. But Microsoft has more. Hey, money. Sony, why don't you fucking buy EA? Mm. <laughs> They're like, well, we have Battlefield, and Microsoft's like, that's cool. Let, let it pass, FTZ. <laughs> that's cool. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Uh, well, that's you kind of bring up an important thing. What could Sony buy that would be equal to maybe even get Microsoft this upset? I, I don't know. I don't think Microsoft would get upset. I think it was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, what yeah. you don't think there's an equivalent? Even if Microsoft doesn't get upset, do you do you think there's a purchase that Microsoft or sorry Sony could do to equal this much of like they're getting Call of Duty? Because basically all this complaining, like Activision has other titles, yeah. but it's mainly just cause of Call of Duty. It's basically just Call of Duty. I think they would if if they were to get upset, they would have to buy a ton of fucking developers like Capcom, SquareSoft, or whatever the fuck, all this other shit. Or what about Epic? All right. We buy Epic and we're keeping Fortnite. Because Fortnite's, if anything, yeah. I would say that Fortnite would be the next thing next yeah. to like Call of Duty, right? Yeah. Joe, what do you think? Yeah, it's something. I don't know. I, I don't see. I'm kind of agree with though. Like, I don't, I don't know if uh, Microsoft would really go out of their way and be like that annoyed by that. They would probably just fucking retaliate and buy something else. It seems like it's always been like <laughs> yeah. how they go about it. All right, um, all right, PlayStation, we're going to buy you. <laughs> what? Yeah, they just do some fucking crazy shit or buy yeah. some other... Um, they picked up already so many, like, developers. That's why I other things, do they have so many of their own? Like, even if you do take one from another, they're like, all right, that's fine. Yeah. Or, I mean, we talked about this before, but do you think all this complaining is just for Microsoft to have to promise that Call of Duty is not coming to Game Pass? Do you think that's all it is? Possibly. Maybe. Because if you think about it, it's like, well, one's free, technically, yeah. and then the other's like, you have to buy. But I don't, I just, I don't see, probably the hardcore, but do you see people actually, like, if, if Microsoft was like, no, Call of Duty is only going to be on Xbox, do people move over? Yes. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Probably a, small, a certain amount. Sure. I think a lot. Like, okay, even though Madden is shitty now, if Madden was still the top, like, your favorite, you're playing it every day, if you found out yeah, next year's Madden, like, they bought Madden, they bought EA, Madden's only going to be on Xbox. I mean, yeah, you have an Xbox. Let's say you didn't have an Xbox. Are you buying an Xbox? If it was good, yeah. If it was good, yeah? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if we're going to keep, we probably are going to keep talking about this until the fucking deal's done, if it's important. Sony, Sony just seems like the little crybaby right now. <laughs> Real quick, we're coming back to this. Yuji Naka, the, the father of Sonic, 
was rearrested over alleged Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier insider trading scheme. So basically, it's the same Re- thing for Aria. Because first it was for the Dragon Quest game, but then they found out he did it for the mobile Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier game. So this guy has got rearrested twice. Any comments? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know much about stock trading or insider trading, but yeah, that's, that's. I mean, I understand. I understand. Like that, insider trading is bad. And you shouldn't do it. So yeah. I, I don't know what. I don't know what causes people to do that. When they, I, I feel like people like that already make a shit ton of money. So they just. They agree. Yeah. I mean, they're just it, trying to fuck over people yeah. or just do something to benefit, and they're willing to, you know, lie or whatever the yeah. what have you. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get on to the Game Awards 2022. Joe, I know you did not watch it because you're busy. Completely understand, but I'm sure you heard of certain things that got announced and who won. I know, Bethel, you watched half of it. I ended up watching the full thing. Let's get down to who won this betting special thing that we do uh so with the first one we bethel's favorite category most anticipated game oh yeah that went to the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom best adaptation basically meaning best adaptation of any medium of video games so like sonic was on there blah whatever it was arcane best debut indie went to stray which, I don't know. won some awards. And again, like I said, this we, we didn't do every award because some of them were just kind of, we don't care. Yeah. But Stray won some awards where I was like, eh, it didn't, uh, yeah. whatever. Best multiplayer game. Do you guys know what that went to? Multiplayer. Splatoon 3. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was surprised. I didn't even hear that when I watched the awards. So I got kind of surprised when I found out the information. Uh, best fighting game went to Sifu. Multiverse. <laughs> best RPG uh, went to Elden Ring. Uh, Joe ended up saying fuck it. And he was like jokingly said Final Fantasy 7 but said Elden Ring. And also best adaptation, Joe said suck a dick. So you didn't <laughs> win an award for that one, Joe. Uh, <laughs> best action adventure game went to God of War. Best action game went to Bayonetta 3. Best indie game went to Stray, which I don't agree with. Uh, Best narrative went to God of War Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. And the best game of the year went to 
Elden Ring won Game of the Year. So, Beto Joe, do you think Elden Ring deserved it? Yes. It's a big game. You know, yeah, it was a, yeah, yeah, it was a huge game. Uh, Joe, Beto, you both said that God of War Ragnarok was going to win Game of the Year. I was the only one who chose Elden Ring. Wait, so, I said, I said, you said uh, God of War. Oh, okay. I thought you got a word right here. Okay. So, <clears throat> who is the winner of this year's Video Game Awards bets? With the lowest score, only getting three, Mr. Joe Ramirez oh, okay. got three got right. So maybe if you didn't say suck a dick, Joe, you probably would have gotten four. <laughs> probably still would have gotten it wrong. You, you would have technically been tied with maybe. Beto. And I but won, I, I won the... As, as you were going through, I was like, damn, I got that wrong. I got yeah. that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, basically, that was it. Like, it, I won the betting special whatever. Hooray, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's just something we do for fun. But, it, it, I mean, the Game Awards came and the Game Awards went. Watching it, Bethel, I know you saw some of it. There was a lot of things announced. We could talk about the kid who ended up showing up. At the Game Awards, nah, don't, so give, him fucking, don't huh? give him any fucking publicity. Don't give him any fucking. Game. So okay, uh, this is all I'm gonna say. Uh, all I'm gonna say. I guess people were going like, "Hey, where did he come from? What what's going on?" I've been to those Game Awards. I went one time. Yeah. It was a coworker. It was a coworker who uh, um, had a sister who worked in Hollywood and was part of a talent agency, yeah. and that's how people show up to those. They fill up seats with people who work for talent agencies, and yeah. you get to go to those. So I'm pretty sure they keep doing the same things. Because uh, when I went is when Spike Awards was doing the Game Awards, and that year I think Jack Black was hosting. Okay. So they put you in this, you're in a studio back lot. They throw all these people in a hangar, right? You're just waiting. You had to be there like at early morning or whatever. Uh, you can't wear anything with words or name, so you can't be like Nike or, yeah, or a Lakers friends. jersey or whatever. Yeah. So they basically have you like cattle in lines, and they go through each line and choose who gets to go in the front. Uh. So basically, are you not ugly? You go in the front. <laughs> so when they walk by me and my friends, they're just like mm, pointing to other people. You go, you go. <laughs> so that's how they do it. They pull they pull people out, but. <laughs> But uh, um, basically, you get to go. You get to sit down. Your seat fillers. That's all. That's all you really do. But what was really cool is that they give you free drinks and free food, which is just like pretzel sticks or whatever. <laughs> but you can drink all the alcohol you want. And I'm pretty sure this was this was like early, late 2000s. Uh, Mark Hamill was like a few seats behind me. <laughs> Yeah, damn, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. But that's weird that he wasn't in fucking front. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. well, because it was Star Wars hadn't come back yet. No, no, Star Wars was was already done by he that was, point. He was just a Joker back then. He was. It, you're just kind of there, right? So that's how they choose it. So this kid is part of uh, the, those things, and he's just a seat filler. That's all it is. So for people who go like, where'd this person come from? It's like it's just that, you know. So I don't know if they're gonna be like super tight with that stuff now, like. Nah, we can't. You have to be a hundred percent because he just walked up. Yeah, he, that's all he did. He just walked up and went up there, and no one was the wiser. I think even people were just like, "What the fuck? Who is this? Who's this little kid?" Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's how they get people. It would it, it isn't just random people off the street, but technically it could it could be if you know the right people because we were just there. You you have to be part of a 
you have to be part of a talent agency and I don't think I could say what talent agency it was that I I still get information for those uh, things yeah I still get like hey do you want to be here and and I just don't I opt out for it yeah that's that's how that shit happens I'm pretty sure they still do it that way but yeah but a very interesting experience to see how those things run remember when that dude uh, went up to the, um, when Bob Dylan won an award and the dude came out with the shirt off and said soy bomb on it and, like, and Bob Dylan was just like it's all weird and shit like he always is yeah I just remember that that, that reminded me of that too yeah yeah well, it, yeah. It's, it, it was interesting but yeah the game awards it came and went and actually you know what I remember last year we were just kind of like ah, what's the point they actually made this even though it was pretty long it was shorter than usual I thought it was fine yeah you know they talked about some pretty cool stuff but I'm just gonna go through some of the things uh, cause I know you saw it too Bethel Street Fighter 6 was announced. Its release date was announced June 2nd. And they had a new trailer. Bethel, what did you think of it? It looked fucking dope, dude. There's four new characters that were announced. Mm -hmm. Um, One of Joe's. One that Joe was really excited about. Yeah, her JP looked cool. She's an MMA. She's an MMA fighter, right? That one? Oh, yeah, her. Marissa. Marissa. Marissa, she's like a, a, a lady able. Yeah, she looks fucking cool. Like, yeah. it was a mixture of they showed DJ, which he looked fucking cool because DJ has not been in the Street Fighter since four. Four, yeah. Yeah, uh, Manon, Marissa, yeah, Manon, a supermodel. <laughs> it's funny that we're talking about it and it's right up here. Yeah. The, I don't know. These character designs look awesome. I don't know. It looked really good to me. Yeah. The, the more they're showing Street Fighter Six, the more I'm getting excited by it. Yeah. Um, they did announce it for June second. Like I said, there's a deluxe, an ultimate edition, and a collector's edition available for it yeah man it looks cool and it it sucks that it's gonna be we're not gonna get this game till six months from now yeah but hey i just you know it looks like it's gonna be more full featured and they're actually taking the time instead of rushing this for uh evo and just rushing it to get it out for that type of stuff it could still be at evo you know, but it's a very short window to learn the game and practice with it. Yeah. But it could still be there. Yeah. Because Evo, I think this year's, or this year's Evo wasn't till August, right? I, I think so, like early August. Yeah, it was early August for this yeah. year's Evo. So, I mean, they could. It's just that, you know, probably someone who loses, like, I don't have enough time to learn it. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I mean, it could still be at Evo, but I, I, I don't know. I'm excited about it. Joe, did you end up seeing anything on this? I did not, no, man. Okay. It looks good, man. I'm su- I'm super. I'm really excited. I I I'm I'm cool. I'm still I'm still hesitant to sign up for the beta because I just yeah. feel like I just want to wait. <laughs> but then like it's six months. I mean, away, it's so, even, so far away. Yeah. So yeah. if I play it, it's it's probably not gonna. I'm worried. I'm worried about like playing it and being like, oh, this is how it feels, and then they change it to where I might not like it. Well, I mean, they always do updates and they do change. And That's buff true. And, buff and, uh... The, the only reason I people. say that is because I got to play Street Fighter Cross Tekken at Comic Con way before it came out, yeah. and that felt good. And when the game came out, I was like, "This doesn't feel as good as when I played it." <laughs> yeah, Street Fighter Six finally got its release date announced. Um, they did announce the indie game Dead Cells is getting a crossover DLC of Castlevania, so it's gonna have yeah, it's gonna have like Castlevania stuff. What? Yeah, characters Castlevania and, characters and, like, and levels too. Yeah, so oh, it's DLC cool. and everything. Yes. So that's pretty neat. You and know, it's that, a kind of an old game too for them to get like that kind of an update. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. This Dead Cells he keeps getting stuff. The, I always want to try Dead Cells, but I think about that. And I, I forget his name now, but that the shitty plagiarism. IGN plagiarism shit. Yeah. Like I don't, it, I don't know why it tainted it for me. <laughs> I'm like that game shouldn't. 
it, the it game didn't do anything. Yeah. He did something, but it's still tainted. <laughs> but now with this uh, uh, Castlevania DLC, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So Super Giant Games, they're they're a great indie studio that did games like Bastion and especially Hades. Announced Hades two. Yeah. What did you think of that, Bethel? I I have I mean I've only played a bit of Hades. I didn't really see much of it. I actually thought it was just like DLC for it. Yeah. But they said it's a full on sequel. I was like, oh shit, that's cool. I mean, it's kind of quick too for it to, for it to come out with that second yeah. one. And it's cra- it's crazy because they're not known for doing the same thing. They always do a different oh, yeah, game true, every yeah. time. So to me, when I saw it was Hades two, because I found out that Supergiant Games was like if they're like before <laughs> before Hades came out, like before it officially released, because I think it was like early access on Steam. Hades uh, was a make it or break it. Like if this oh, really? wasn't big, they were probably not gonna be sustainable, and they were gonna have to. Like, that's it, we're done. Yeah, fuck. But Hades fucking hit. Yeah. So, when I see Hades 2, which, don't get me wrong, that's cool for people who like Hades. Like, oh, hell yeah, sequel. You know, now they've had the time they could refine what they did in the first one and probably make this one better. Not saying that the first one was bad at all. It just shows, like, yeah, we got to do another one of these. Because, yeah. like, it hit. And yeah. we, I don't think they could risk doing something different and alienating people who, like, really enjoyed what they did. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, Hades is fucking awesome. The creator of Bioshock, Ken Levine's latest game, Judas, was shown. And to me, it just looked like another Bioshock, but Did in it? space. I didn't see that. It looked exactly... Yeah. Like, look. Uh, and he's been working like, on that game for a while, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I like Bioshock, but when I, when I finally actually got to see this Judas game... It looked like the same thing in space. Uh, and I was like, oh, there's water and the electricity will shock people. Like, you did that in Bioshock. Uh, like, I, it looks just like the same thing. And again, it's probably going to be great, but I just don't I don't see that, like, this is our next game. Maybe he's doing that, like, I'm going to throw these people off, make him think that's, like, Bioshock. Probably, probably. They did end up showing a new trailer for Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. And it showed Batman and... It faded to black when you re- it revealed Batman and the voice of Kevin Conroy showed up. And it's... I think this is his last role he did. So we're going to have... Yeah. Because, you know, Rocksteady Games did the Batman Arkham games and this is their next one, the Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. So, it, yeah, it makes sense that Ky- Kevin Conroy, that Batman would probably be in it, but he's going to voice it. So this seems like it's going to be the last, you know... Kevin, probably Kevin Conroy performance in, in, in any type of media that we know of. Mm-hmm. Maybe there there might be a game. The Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League is coming out May 26th of 2023. Is that the one that they announced a couple like years ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a Bayonetta prequel has been announced. Bayonetta Origins, Ceresa, and the Lost Demon. This looks like an action hack and slash kind of... Uh, it looks very Okami. Okay. Uh... Uh, top-down perspective. Uh, kind of look- like uh, Travis... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Travis like Strikes Back. Okay. It kind of seems like that. Yeah, yeah you're right. Actually, I didn't even think of that. You're right. Yeah. It looks cool. I thought, yeah. uh, And it, that's coming out March 17th, so it's actually oh, pretty wow. soon. But yeah, I, I think it looks cool. I know some people were just kind of like, nah, I don't like it, which was... I don't know. The Last of Us Part 1 is coming to PC in March, which uh, makes me think that it didn't sell that well. Because <laughs> usually it takes a year yeah. for any of the PlayStation titles to come to PC. But this is less than a year. I think yeah. it's like, when was it? September? Six So half a year. Damn. So I wonder if, if 
when this comes out in March, it's part of a PlayStation Plus Premium. I wouldn't see why not. Yeah. But yeah, that I, when I, when I saw that it was coming to PC so soon, I was like, okay, it didn't do that well then. <laughs> Star Wars Jedi Survivor gets a March release date with new gameplay. Jedi Fallen Order sequel to the sequel to the Jedi Fallen Order. It's coming out March seventeenth. It looks like it's bringing back Kyle Kestis. The story continues. And uh, it's bringing back the Dark Souls S Tack and Slash game. Bethel, what do you think of it? Cool. I mean, I, I love, I like the the first one quite a bit. Yeah. So We'll see how that, how this one is. Uh, I just uh, I, I'm in a phase with Star Wars right now, where I liked Andor so much that I don't give a shit about Jedi. <laughs> but I'm I'm still I'm still excited to play this yeah. game. But I just feel like so I'm the show be... was good. Huh? The show was good. Oh, Andor? Fuck yeah. Joe, yeah. I recommend watching it. Okay. Death Stranding 2 has been confirmed. The first trailer for Death Stranding 2 was shown at the Game Awards, which was attended by Hideo Kojima. The trailer of the sequel will be published by Sony uh, and star many characters. Norman Reedus will be returning. Bethel, what'd you think? It's cool. Mm. Um, I'm hoping that my experience is better than the first one. I did enjoy the first one. Yeah. Uh, but I was also kind of disappointed because I wanted to see something else this time. I didn't oh, want something see, different yeah, from I him. See something different from him, but I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I I love Kojima, so I'm I'm gonna play it anyway. Even if uh, we'll see how it is, I'll, I hope I like it. But it's um, yeah, anything it comes out with, I'll, I'll try out. I think with for me personally, well, Kojima has always, if you look at anything he's done. Whether it's Police Knot, Snatcher, the Metal Gear series, he always improves on what was before and he changes shit up constantly. So I think a lot of the negativity on the first one that people didn't like, I don't see him continuing it or yeah. it, he'll improve on what didn't work. And I, I don't think he's big headed enough to kind of be like, no, well, this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's like he'll see what works and he sees what doesn't. From what I hear, uh, the story of, of Death Stranding 2 changed because of uh, everything that happened during the pandemic. Okay. And he was just kind of like, oh, I changed it. Because yeah. it was like, you know, people were like, you predicted the future because that game came out and then we, the pandemic yeah. happened. And it's basically, it is a type of pandemic that happens in Death Stranding. Yeah. And he's, I, I guess, I don't know if he said it or someone else said it, but there's like, I don't want to predict the future. So I changed up the story. Yeah. So he changed, he changed uh, uh, the story up. And for me, with what they showed in the trailer, it's the same cryptic shit that he does, yeah. which I love. I fucking love it. And it looks like it's more... It's Death Stranding was always weird, but it looks like it's hitting that fucking, like, weird that he does in the Metal Gear, especially <laughs> Metal Gear 2. Like, he had one character yeah. that made me think of, like, not visually, but like a fat man, you know, kind of a fortune kind of vamp thing yeah, where you're yeah. like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they're showing Norman Reedus, uh, other stuff. Like, if you know the first game, you're like, wait, why is this character like that? Why is this going on here? You know who that is. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff in it where I, I'm excited to see what this is. I am, with again, Kojima's track record, he he changes shit up. He does. You know, it's not going to be the same thing. Yeah. Um, this is the one that Ellie Fanning's going to be in, and there's some other characters, so... It looks like Troy Baker's coming back. Everyone from the original game. So uh, I'm stoked. No no announcement. No no release date. So this might be another year or two. 
hopefully it's soon. I mean, not probably not next year soon, but uh, I was a fan of the first one, but yeah. I know it's false. And I, I understand why people don't like it, and I don't blame people for not, you know, if you fucking, you're out after like a few hours, I get it. Yeah. You, that game is so like you can't force people to to continue it. Like, well, you got to get here. Like, even I think that's a fault. You can't you can't expect someone to be like, yeah. if someone can't get into something and you got, but dude, you got to get to chapter four. Yeah, it's like no. Like if they, if you're not into it, I get it. I fucking get it. So that's why when people go like, it fucking sucks. I know you're pissed. It's like no, I get it. Because yeah. even I, if we if you look back at when when this game first came out, I was bitching. I got so pissed off. I fucking hated how it started. I yeah. didn't like all this shit. But then it clicked. Yeah. You know, and I think there's a there's a moment where it clicks. Now, is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I don't think it works for everybody. And I understand why people yeah. hated it. I, think I for, hate that you had that experience yeah. when I had a, a, a better experience in, in, yeah. in the thing, you know? I think since we're, we're both Kojima fans, we, we gave it a chance and kept playing it. Yeah. So that's why, that's why we ended up enjoying it. You enjoyed it way more than I did. But I still, I, I still had fun with it. Yeah. But there, yeah. So it's it just if it was by somebody else, maybe like if if somebody else did it and not not him, I think probably I would have stopped playing it. Yeah. Like within like per first couple hours. Joe, I know you didn't see it, but from any conversation that you heard or the announcement of Death Stranding two, what'd you think? Um, kind of surprised that he went back to it. Mm -hmm. uh, honestly. Yeah. Um, if if not for any reason, I just thought he would go and try something, do something new. Yeah. Um wasn't uh didn't know didn't think that he you know wanted to tell more of the story but you know maybe you know clearly he does so i mean i guess you know wait and see uh it really all, we, all you can do yeah it, it's it, i think you you nailed you did it you said it well joe is that if he didn't have anything to tell he would have done something different he has another story to tell he has something yeah. to do in this world yeah and I think that's what's important. And and I was hearing a lot of people saying like, oh, hopefully this is scary, like PT or whatever. But I think, look, we we all would have wanted Silent Hills, right? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And it sucks. Yeah. And and we're probably all like, well, what, what, just do your own, just do your own fucking scary game now. Even though Konami, like, fuck it, just do it. And I I think Ko uh, Kojima and Del Toro, they're both people. You know, one comes from the game world, one comes from the movie world. That if they couldn't do the project they intended, they're not just going to do a, not a half-ass, but if they couldn't do what they originally intended, they're not going to do it at all. Yeah. And I get it. I yeah. get it as someone who creates something, who is going to do something. If you can't do what you, of course, there's, there's limitations and whatever you have and you adapt to it. But if you can't do the main thing you wanted to do and someone says, well, well just do it, but don't call it Silent Hills. It's like, no what we were doing was supposed to be this and if you can't do it you're not gonna not half-ass but you're not gonna do what is a lesser project and then you're not fully happy about it so yeah i don't think we we will ever see a, a horror game from him unless it's the one they want they want to make or he wants to make yeah you know because it, it happens to a point where that time and place when they were gonna make that game they made the time to do this game now that time has passed them, Del Toro's off doing other projects. Now he can't devote the time anymore. Yeah. So would you want to continue doing it if the person you were going to work with can't do it? Junji Ito probably set a, a set time away from doing his manga or other projects he did to do Silent Hills. But now you have to do work. You have to find work. You have to do other things. You can't just move shit aside. So I think if it can't come all together, they're not going to do it. So we're, 
I think going into any project that Kojima's gonna do now or in the future, and you're hoping for that, don't. Because they're not gonna <laughs> do it, because it, it's not gonna be what they wanna do. So, yeah. I, I, it's not that I'm tired of hearing that, I'm just, I see it as like, if time passed, they can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's over. Which it would have been great, man. It would have been great if we got those, but we're not going to. But yeah, um, stoked about Death Stranding 2. But yeah, you're, you're right, Joe. I, I was expecting something new besides a sequel. But I know that Norman Reedus... I want to say Norman Reedus leaked it a, a year ago. What? That they were doing Death Stranding 2. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess he had mentioned doing the sequel, and then <laughs> I guess everyone was like, what the fuck? So he kind of let it out of the bag a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, new Tekken 8 gameplay and trailer was released. No release date for it yet, but Bethel, what do you think of the Tekken 8 trailer? Hell yeah. It I'm looks fucking good, I haven't man. played a Tekken game since, like, 3. Uh-huh. And, like, Shit. watching this, I'm like, fuck it. It's, it's, it's pretty exciting. Uh, it is exciting. Yeah. I, I'm I'm stoked for Tekken. I'm excited. Uh, just fighting games in general. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, it looked good. It looked yeah. like characters. Here's the thing. I don't know much on the characters of Tekken. Yeah. I know a few, but I don't know them by name. It's like, it's that guy, yeah. you know. But it was cool watching um, trailer reactions of when that trailer went up. Um, the Yo! Video Games crew, when it popped on, they were like, oh, she's back. I forget the name. Yeah. She's back. They got, like, super excited. Oh, she's back. And I'm like, cool. I don't know who the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I'm, I'm happy you're excited that she's back. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. Uh, Joe, are you ex- are you looking forward to Tekken 8? Were you ever into Tekken? I haven't played a Tekken game seriously since 3. Um, I, I have messed with a few of the later ones, just uh-huh. like when they were on Plus or, I forget, Dark, Dark Resurrection. I think it was like back in PS3, Dark Resurrection. I think that was Tekken 5. Mm. And, yeah, I just, it's Tekken... I, I get the, you know, people like it, but uh, after a while, I just, it's not for me. It wasn't for me. I mean, it could, things may have changed, uh, but yeah, at the time, this was really a huge trend outside of after the first couple, after the first two or three. Yeah, looking forward to it, man. Tekken. What's them? Uh, and then there's some Horizon Forbidden West DLC, whatever. Uh, Diablo 4 release date was announced for June. 6th 2023 next year uh i haven't been keeping up with diablo really not really no yeah that's cool june's gonna be a fucking busy ass yeah gonna be a busy ass month yeah crash team rumble a team versus team crash bandicoot game has been confirmed that will be releasing in 2023 for the PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, and Xbox One. Our good friend Cassidy worked on this game. Oh, so nice. it was fucking exciting to see her get super stoked about this. Um, this is going to be, uh, it's you know, from the studio that bought you Crash Bandicoot 4, Toys for Bob. The game is a team-based platformer where players control either the heroes or the villains in a team versus team rumble. Join the heroes and villains of Crash Universe at the face-off in an epic team versus team Wampa collecting island hopping championship. The game's official blurb reads: "I thought they were gonna. If anything, I thought they would have done like a a sequel or another platformer, but them kind of doing this a team-based platformer is kind of I, to me it's a unique idea. Something yeah. where it could be competitive and." And they're taking, like, the idea of, of kind of bringing the 
versus platformer team competitive thing in the Crash universe looks very interesting to me. Yeah. And it has that visual cool style that Toys for Bob has. I'm looking forward to it. And it's awesome that uh, Cassidy worked on this yeah. game. So I am for sure checking this game out when it comes out. And we will let you know here on Third Party Controller Podcast. From Software has officially announced Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. This is a From Software game coming to PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. So this was rumored for uh, a while, a Mecha Souls type game. This tra- this trailer, I want to say, was more CG. It was one of those trailers where it was more CG than in-game, but yeah. there were moments that it looked like it was in-game. But, it, dude, it had, like, it had, it had some pretty dope-ass... It felt very Terminator, dude. It, yeah, it does. It fucking... It, it looks... The idea of, like, FromSoft doing an Armored Core game in the style of Dark Souls... Yeah. It seems pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I don't know, to me. Oh, yeah, I fucks with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking yeah, at it right wait, now. wait, wait, wait. But is, is this, a, like... Is this, like, a for sure thing that they've said they're going to make this game like... Uh, so okay, you're. you're I'm, I'm happy. Game, you, or is I'm this ha- because from from software has been making armored core? They 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 been making armored core games. A hundred percent. But it's been rumored that it is gonna have that from soft, from soft gameplay Dark Souls feel. But it is assumed. You're right, Joe. I I was gonna mention that it is assumed. But I remember playing the armored core games as a kid, and there would be a lot of like. There's a lot of adding different weapons and add-on yeah, shit. Like there's a lot of it's a very sim experience. Yeah. That I think if it, they, you know, not to be, you know, they they may want to clarify this uh, soon. That you know, uh, what style of game this is because if people go in expecting a Souls game, which has its own, you know, it's it's their. Um, complexities but armored core really like involves a lot of the like you're you're, you're basically sim kind of like sim controlling a, a uh, giant robot and i mean yeah. it's there's a lot to it it's not as just as simple in my opinion but series not simply like just pick up and play so you know that's one of those things where when i mean they've made you know how many before five six so it just seems interesting for them to just be like, fuck it, we're going to make it a, you know, even if it's the rumor, it, it, I'm, I don't hold a whole lot of, it doesn't hold a whole lot of water for me. Like, so the announcement, they're going to do it just seems yeah. interesting, you know. So the announcement has been someone expected for a while, given that some players were reporting back in January that they had received a survey revealing the first details on the game. The alleged survey said the game would feature a sci fi world created by Miyazaki three-dimensional dynamic action, and a high degree of freedom and customization. It's also reportedly said that the game is a TPS, third-person shooter mecha action title that lets you move around an overwhelmingly scaled map that represents a unique sci-fi world with dynamic mech action. You will face strong enemies and fierce battles both long and short range using guns and blades. The synopsis for the game reportedly saw the government, corporation, cultists, and unknown mechanized mercenaries battling over an alien substance that could be drastically advanced human society and was also accompanied by a small amount of watermarked footage it was claimed so i I mean i think it'll have like elden ring is is a very dark souls more open world 
I could see that it could have certain aspects. Like this armor core can have the certain aspects, but the open world third person mixture. So it's not it's not going to be like directly like a Dark Souls, but it'll have a, a feel like it, but using different mechanics. Of course, being a mecha and a like a third person shooter. So I think it will have the heart of it, but it, of course, it won't play like Elden Ring or Dark Souls because that's a, it's a different thing. Unless you customize your mech to have like a blade, like a giant blade or something. Yeah. So it looks like it is. But I think Joe's right, where you kind of have to be up, like, safely up. Like, uh, maybe, maybe it might not. Like, yeah. Final Fantasy 16 has officially had a release date for June 22nd of 2023. It will remain exclusive for the PlayStation 5 until December 31st of 2023. I know you guys are huge Final Fantasy fans, so I will continue talking because you guys will talk hours about this but uh i'm i'm excited for this i'm stoked um it looks like it's that i know the people who are involved in it will actually probably have a fucking story this time for a final fantasy game will so they I'm, will they jesse i have to have some hope Bethel. i have to but you could be right i could i could be you've been here. having hope since final fantasy 12 uh, 12 it's actually good that's what i'm saying yeah since then it hasn't been a good one yeah 15 fucking sucked ass i mean that's all you can do now is is, is hope but it looks good i mean hopefully it, it uh i just want a fucking story and for you to give a shit about characters now you're right it, it could probably not happen and around june i will be telling you that it it is dog shit but it plays well um, so i'm looking forward to that it's cool june is going to be a busy month it's diablo street fighter six it's it's gonna be a packed month uh they did announce cyberpunk 2077 has new dlc phantom liberty uh coming out and it will start idris alba and 505 games has revealed a star-studded co-op first person shooter called crime boss Rocky city did you see this it looked really shitty yeah it had it had uh michael madsen kim basinger it looked very grand theft auto but it was like a star it was a star-studded event it was just nothing michael rooker is in it um chuck norris danny trejo danny <sighs> glover kim basinger like i said it j uh, vanilla ice is in it too it doesn't to me it doesn't look good this this game it's called crime boss it looks like it wants to be grand theft auto set in vice city but it's what's the word i'm looking for it is Hoping that its star power will overshadow its mediocre gameplay. And again, I haven't fucking played the game. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't look that good. Yeah. But those are some of the announcements at this year's video game awards. All the stuff. Uh, I know we've been down on the game awards for many years. I actually thought this this year was actually not bad. It, I, it, it was it was fine. I mean, I think when you accept that all it is is about the announcements, nothing else matters. I yeah. really don't care who won or, or lost, you know? Uh, yeah. I think everyone kind of knew that Elden Ring was going to get it, but sometimes you felt like, well, God of War, you know, deserves stuff too. Could but, sneak in. Yeah. yeah, I could see. You never know. But uh, all in all, announcements. I know, Joe, you didn't watch it, but you only watched half of it. Just in general, I think this just... This is just a part of the year where we just get announcements. We've always just figured that's all it really is, which is fine. Yeah. You know, this is just more of a, a a a place for for games to kind of be center stage for a night. Yeah. 
Oh, we did. This is one we didn't bet on, but we we best performance in a game. What's the actor's name who played Kratos? Christopher Judge. Yeah, Christopher Judge. Yeah. He went up on stage. Oh yeah, Al Pacino was there. Oh yeah. That was fucking weird. Yeah. That I mean, it's cool. I like Al Pacino. Yeah. But I'm like, man, that must have been money to get him there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All in all, what'd you what'd you guys? Joe, I know you didn't see it, but from hearing from it, what'd you think, Bethel? What'd you think? I'll have to go back and, and and check out some of the other stuff on it, um, to really get a feel for it. So, but I mean, it sounds like they showed some cool stuff. So, you know, that's good. Yeah. Was there any announcement for you, Bethel, that you were like, oh, that's cool? Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Street Fighter looked good. Joe, anything you heard of that you thought was really cool? Heard pretty much done. I mean, really, it's just stuff here. I mean, there's some cool stuff, but nothing like out of that went out of the way to like grab me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty much the Game Awards 2022. Jeff Keighley, he did our, he did, he did good, man. He did fine. Uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it for this week. We basically hit all the important topics, all the news, all the events. We are winding down the end of the year. So everyone, look forward to finding out what our game of the year is. Yes, it's about that time. It's about that time. <laughs> <laughs> it's about that time we are going to end the year. So look forward to that. It's time to end the show. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's Third Party Controller Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Because there's a shit to watch. You know? Oh, yeah, dude. major to write home about. Uh, I watched Bullet Train. Oh, okay. I was on Netflix. It's okay, right? Yeah, it's okay. Do you it's remember? not like... This is, it, it's, uh, it's entertaining, I'll say right. that. Is this a sequel to, to Money Train? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, by the way, it is. Wait, was Money Train the one with... Uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, uh, Wesley J-Lo. Snipes, and J-Lo, yeah. Yeah. Is it... Okay, is it true in that movie... That J Lo got naked. I think so. I you think so? I remember. Just because I was at my cousin's house and TJ, me and my cousin Thudi, it was late at night and we we're flipping through channels. And over there, they don't cut out any of the nudity. So, so when I saw it was on there, I was like, oh, "In this one, J Lo's naked." Like, and we stayed up all night watching it, and nothing happened. But we both knocked out before we saw anything. <laughs> and you missed it. So I don't know. Right, I don't, I don't right when you close your eyes, she fucking showed her fucking <laughs> poom poom. <laughs>